I saw a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the sake of the land, so that I would not destroy it. Ezekiel 22.30 This week's episode begins a new series entitled Grasping the Opportunity, spoken to the working saints in Anaheim, California during the December training in 2009. In this episode, Brother Gerald Chan speaks on our being perfected that we may be useful in the Lord's hand. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. Maybe we would begin the time with a little fellowship regarding how this burden uh, originated. Actually, the origination of this burden is not with man, but with God. And uh, as Brother Gerald had shared to a group of young adults here in Anaheim in Cyprus uh, about two years ago in Ezekiel chapter 1, there is this blowing of the uh, wind from the north. And that wind signifies the Spirit blowing on us. And the result of that wind blowing on us for his move is twofold. The first, if you look in the footnote, is to bring us into a state where we are dissatisfied with our spiritual condition. And secondly, it causes us to have a turn in our spiritual life. Uh, I can just testify from my own experience when this burden first came up, there was something within my being that responded. And yes, I was dissatisfied with my spiritual condition, and it afforded me an opportunity to have a turn in my spiritual life. We hope that this fellowship, if this is the first time for you to join us in this this sort of setting, we hope that this would have the same effect. This burden is not a separate work, unlike maybe with the children's work or the young people's work, as Brother Lee would refer to it, or the campus labor. This is not a separate work. Actually, it's part of the unique work of the ministry, which is for the building up of the body of Christ. Neither is this fellowship or this burden merely because we are of such age or category where we have particular needs that are unique to this category. While this may be true, that is not the origin of this burden. The origin of this burden can be summed up in Ezekiel 22.30. And I saw a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the sake of the land. I saw a man. I saw a man who would build up the wall and stand in the breach for the sake of the land. In other words, the origin of this burden, we feel, is that not that we have a need, but that the Lord has a need. The Lord has a need through his body universally, and particularly in the Lord's recovery, the Lord has a need for this particular age group to rise up and stand in the breach. For various reasons, historical and beyond the scope of our fellowship in the Lord's recovery, there is somewhat of a gap as far as the age group is concerned. Uh, a number uh, of those who preceded us were casualties to the enemy's uh, 
attacks and devices. And so as a result, we see a situation in the recovery where there is a significant breach. But there is a the Lord is seeking a man, not a single man, but a corporate man, a whole generation. In fact, this burden is not about stirring up a few to carry out some sort of movement. This burden is genuinely for every single young adults in the Lord's recovery to rise up. Every member of the body to function as they ought to function. And so uh, we just leave with this matter, uh, and I'll just use uh, one more illustration in the, in the word that came to mind, is that when there is a breach, and in the Old Testament, when there was a, in the priesthood, there was a degradation or a, uh, where the priesthood was not fulfilling its God-ordained function. There was a need for a Nazarites. There was a back door for the Nazarites to come in, to rise up to meet God's need. And the most prominent Nazarite is one, as we all know, is Samuel. And Samuel's, and particularly his mother Hannah, outwardly had a very, very human need. Her need was for a child. Yet if you look at the footnotes, that was not her need. Actually, that need reflected God's need. God closed her womb temporarily so that she could pray the prayer of the age to bring forth the one who would turn the age. So, yes, we do have needs. And even you can say those needs are particular. But those needs are subsumed or are secondary to God's need. We are those who aspire to seek first the kingdom of God. Then all these other things, all the human needs will be added to you. Ultimately, the only way for our needs to be fully satisfied is if the Lord's need is met first. So we ask that you all be open this morning perhaps to even, as Hannah did, strike the holy bargain and give yourself to uh, allow the Lord to move in you that he would touch you to have a turn in your spiritual life. Well, I would just follow Brother Mark just to strengthen this opening word with regard to uh, our being here together this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And, um, you know, some of us brothers who uh, help to compile the announcement always realize that the invitation to who can come to this time is, is always defective. Uh, I think it said something like, we encourage uh, the young adults of this category, those who are working saints, those with young children, those who may be graduate students, and uh, invariably uh, there's, there's always someone who feels like, I don't know if that's a category that I should be in. So we just wanted to strengthen this fact. If you have any dissatisfaction with your spiritual condition, you belong here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whenever God revives us and visits us, he brings a storm into our life, Amen. causing us to be concerned with our spiritual condition. Amen. And so we just hope that the Lord would uh, follow this storm Amen. with his overshadowing cloud, Amen. which is his grace to care for us Amen. and with the fire to purify us and with the electrum.
And so we just, uh, as far as the scriptural basis, a lot of the fellowship has been helped by that book entitled, and if you haven't read it, I would just encourage you so much to get it. It's by Brother Lee called Messages to the Working Saints. And we have studied that book to understand, did he ever use this phrase, young adults? What was the category and phraseology that he used to invite? Well, he used this phrase, working saints. And he also, based on 1 John 2, talked about the three categories that the Apostle John spoke of. That's the children, that's the young men, and that's the fathers. And so, uh, you know, I always ask myself, should I be here? Because young adults is probably, what, 25 to to 35? <laughs> Maybe to 40? Once I exited my 40s, and I just did, uh, I just thought, well, brothers, it's all on you. I'm, <laughs> I'm staying home with the kids. Um, but I will put my, my heart into the, to consecrating myself to the Lord. Amen. As long as... I have a dissatisfaction Amen. with my spiritual condition. Amen. So just permit me to be a, a madman here. Don't you feel, saints, in this age of 2009, with the pressures of life, Amen. with all that, uh, that uh, the enemy wants to do to this age group, Amen. to make us feel like we're not needed in the church life, right. to make us feel like we can't function. Right. We need to exercise our spirit to contact the Lord. Brother Lee said we are the backbone of the church life. That means if we don't function, if we don't exercise, the body cannot function. Maybe you can't see your backbone, but you break it. And nothing moves. And so Brother Lee uses this illustration. Working saints, you must exercise to be functioning members of the body of Christ. And so we just like to say that to this category of the young men, Paul speaks of the world. He speaks of the evil one. He speaks of the lust of the flesh. He speaks of the lust of the eyes and the vain glory of life. He talks about the world passing away. And he talks about the will of God. And Brother Lee makes this statement to the working saints. I feel you're on a cliff. And it's the 12th hour decision. And I'm trying to save your life. And he beseeches the working saints to consecrate themselves to the Lord. Amen. And to make the 12th hour decision to give up the world and to gain Christ. Amen. So the burden of this morning is that through the brothers speaking, we are full of burden just to pray. And I would just say that this meeting is our meeting. Amen. At some point, and I believe the brothers will mention, there'll be a microphone. But we are here all together to exercise our spirit. Amen. So uh, do forgive us weak, fragile vessels who uh, do our best to coordinate a time like this. But if by any chance the Lord at this 12th hour decision could gain our heart through our prayer to rise up to meet his need in this age, we just pray, Lord, may it happen. Lord, we consecrate ourselves to you.
Amen, saints. So I came this morning expecting there will be many brothers here and to only to find out, you know, uh, Brother Minoru cannot make it. Um, I'm happy to see Benson finally showed up. <laughs> and, uh, well, I wonder if this is um, not of the Lord that... Um, don't think you have the co-workers with you all the time. The day will come when the burden will be upon you. You know, when the co-worker is not here, uh, some of you will enter into the work, you know, to serve the Lord. Uh, we don't know when that will be, uh, but you all must exercise and prepare yourself, you know, to be living, functioning members in However, the Lord has placed you in the body. We're so burdened for all of you, you know, that you would not um, waste time. Uh, that in these years that you are young adults, these are very critical years that you will seize the opportunities. You would redeem the time that as you pass through these years, you will come out, you know, being a useful member in the Lord. Uh, probably said the most useful years for a person in the Lord's hand is when he is 80 years old. <laughs> so we have to pray for long life. And we have to uh, take care of our living. But what is the use of living 80 years if you didn't all through those years have something of the Lord being constituted into you <laughs> that year by year you make some progress that you grow in the Lord and your function become more manifested so that you could be a living, functioning member in the body of Christ. So it is with that burden, saints, that we come together to fellowship as we do now regularly when we come to these trainings that you all in your age group would know that we are burdened for you. You know, we look to the Lord that you would be perfected and that you would be raised up by the Lord, you know, to serve him and to care for the, the Lord's testimony on the earth. Um, so since I wasn't prepared to say anything, um, and then the burden fell upon me this morning, um, I will just begin then from some impressions from this training. You know, um, this book of Romans, brothers and sisters, I don't believe Raleigh ever spoke more on any other book than the book of Romans. So when you come to this training and you see, oh, it's on the book of Romans, uh, how do you feel? Do you feel I've heard that? I've been there, done that? Uh, why are we on Romans again? You know, and then you go through these messages, you say, haven't we heard these messages before? <laughs> Um, you know, this morning as I considered this matter, brothers, um, I remember at the very end of Brother Lee's life, in fact, the day that he went to be with the Lord, uh, at the very end, as we knew, you know, the end was upon us, uh, we co-workers took, who were in the hospital at the time, we took turns to go into Brother Lee's room. You know, and it was a kind of 
you know, how how saying farewell to our brother. And one of the things that came out during that time, brothers, was that we told Brother Lee that we will speak these things. We will teach these things until the Lord comes. We have no interest and no burden to speak anything else other than what we have received of the ministry of this age. All the troubles that we have seen even in recent years, you know, since Bradley passed away in the recovery, much of that came from brothers who wanted to speak something else. They wanted to speak something else for whatever reason. Some maybe because of desire for novelty, for recognition, for originality, you know, for uh, authorship. (laughs) Uh, Saints, we are here to affirm to you that we as the co-workers we have no interest to speak anything other than what has been passed on to us by the minister of this age. We have no interest to do any work other than the work which has been left to us. I shared this yesterday with the elders in the elders meeting that we are not here to initiate any work of our own. But the work which was left unfinished, you know, by Brother Lee, having been with us for many years and begun the work, we are here to continue in the same work. And that work includes speaking the same thing. <laughs> so don't be... Um, um, Drawn away by itching ears. You have to be in these things. <laughs> these are the healthy teachings. You have to be in these things. <laughs> you have to live these things. You have to study these things. You have to experience these things. You have to breathe these things. <laughs> you have to be in these things. <laughs> so, um, If you look at, saints, the whole book of Romans, you see God's economy. You see, from the beginning of fallen man, that's where we all began, as fallen man, and God calling us, and God, you know, having accomplished his judicial redemption, bring us through that into his organic salvation, that we would receive grace, and the abundance of grace that the spirit of life and the spirit of sonship would operate in us to sunize us by sanctifying us, by renewing us, by transforming us, and by conforming us so that we could be sons of God. (laughs) And the sons of God are today the members of the constituents of the body of Christ. So, the body of Christ comes from the work of the Spirit upon all the believers to effect this organic salvation. 
in the full of complete salvation of God. This, this is, if you look at Romans, you have the first section being on life. And then you have the next section on the body of Christ. And then you have the next section on the local churches. <laughs> there are no local churches unless there is the reality of the body of Christ. And there is no reality of the body of Christ unless there is the work of the Spirit as the Spirit of life and as the Spirit of sonship to do the work of organic salvation in the lives of the believers. There, there is your whole book of Romans. The spirit of life and the spirit of sonship to rot God's organic salvation into the believers so that there could be the reality of the body of Christ. <laughs> and that reality, when expressed locally, those are the local churches. <laughs> this is God's work. <laughs> this is God's economy as it is carried out in this age. So saints, we are to speak these things. And I hope our views would be filled with this. That what you see when you come to the Bible would be this view. You would not, you know, indulge in any other wise views. Uh, there's a verse in Romans 12 that says, don't be wise in yourself. Right? Don't be wise in yourself. Uh, be in the things which have been passed on to us through the ministry of this age. Um, so I, I feel, saints, we need to see this as a foundation to all our church life. To all our service to the Lord. You know, you have to see these things of life. <laughs> and you have to see the things, you know, of, of God's organic salvation. You have to see the things of the Spirit. <laughs> you have to see the things of, you know, designation. <laughs> of our being sunnized. You have to see these things. <laughs> and you have to live the, these things. Or else there will be no church life. Or else, you know, you can be busy doing things taking care of things in the church life, there, yet there will be no reality of the body of Christ. So, I hope that view becomes a controlling vision to all of us. You know that we all see these things. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.